Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19, all new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Get ready. You're tuned in to Tea Time Unfiltered with your girl, Lovely Tea, bringing you the hottest trending topics on social media. Stay connected. Instagram.com slash Lovely Tea 2002. Hey, you guys. Welcome to another episode of Tea Time Unfiltered with your girl, Lovely Tea. Hey, you guys. Happy Monday. Happy Black History Month. It's the first of the month. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Cash your checks and come on. <laughs> Anyways, I hope you guys are doing good. Welcome to another episode, honey, of Tea Time Unfiltered with your girl, Lovely Tea. So I want to come on here and do a podcast, okay, about this Wendy Williams situation. When I tell you Wendy Williams has just been trending for like the past few days, this weekend was all about Miss Williams, honey. She dropped her Lifetime movie, and then she had a series after the movie where she cried nonstop, had a Q-tip to her inner corners of her eyes. Um, that was called Wendy, What a Mess. I don't live hot topics. She couldn't forgive an affair, but an affair with the baby, that's it. This is the culmination of everything. Everything, everything. So, you know, it's been a lot of stuff leading up to this, honey, and, I, and I'm here for it all. One thing I do love is a lot of the stuff before the movie even came out, the whole Wendy Williams story, is that Wendy went on a lot of hobo tours. And she went on a lot of these hobo tours, and she honestly made me feel a lot better about my journalism, my integrity, and my, you know, my intuition and shit. You know what I'm saying? She confirmed a lot of stuff for me. So shout out to Wendy for that shit. That lets me know that I'm somewhere on her level. Maybe not there yet because she's the queen, but I'm, you know, I'm trying to get there, honey. I'm speed walking. So anyways, if you guys do not know, Wendy Williams recently sat down with E and she did an interview with them. And in that interview, she basically confirmed everything I was saying back in 2017 about Sharina Hudson. If you guys don't know, I had did a video way back then. And it was called Wendy Williams' husband is still seeing his side piece and it looks like she's knocked up. Yes, honey, that was the title. You know, I have no shame. So anyways, that was the title. I talked about my suspicions looking at Sharina. So I want y'all to go ahead and watch this flashback or listen to this flashback. And I'm gonna come back with the rest of my commentary. It looks like all is not well in damn Huntersville because according to the Daily Mail, they're back and they're showing more receipts showing that Kevin Hunter has not stopped cheating. He has not stopped associating with his side chick. And uh, she kind of looks like she's knocked up and she's also wearing that same big ass ring that she was caught wearing back in September. So something ain't cleaning the buttermilk, bitch. They literally took a picture of him the other day climbing out of his red luxury Bentley SUV 
And uh, Miss Sharina was rocking a huge ring on her damn finger, a huge diamond ring. You know what I'm saying? She looked a hot damn mess, but she did have a huge ring on her finger. I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but that damn side chick looks like she might be a few months pregnant. Okay? Her belly's definitely not flat. Okay? So All right. So y'all just heard that flashback. So I'm over here minding my black business, honey, watching all these Wendy Hobo tours. And so... She basically confirmed everything I had stated in 2017, where she confirmed that her husband, Kevin, a.k.a. Kelvin Hunter, had knocked up Sharina prior and that the baby that she had in 2018 was not her first child. So y'all go ahead and check this out. This was an interview that she did three days ago. This is what a smart girl does. She's playing the role of being the loving wife who, oh, I might be strong, but I would never leave you. I need you. In the meantime... You know, the PI was following them on vacation. The PI followed her to her GYN appointments. The PI ended up finding out that the girl was pregnant. This was not her first time being pregnant, but this is her first. Ba- but this is her first baby having with him. Um, the PI um, found out quite a bit. Then I was able to dismiss the PI because then you all helped me. All right, so you guys just heard Wendy spilling that tea, honey. So, yes, Sharina Hudson was knocked up in 2017 when I had stated that. Um, I don't know if she had a miscarriage or she had an abortion, but either way, the side daughter is here, and she's doing well, you know, and Wendy has basically, you know, tried her best to move on from that situation. So I watched the movie, and a lot of people wanted to know my thoughts on it. I feel like I did learn more about Wendy Williams. You know, um, there was a lot of things I did not know about her background. I learned more about her family, um, her siblings. And she seems like she comes from a very tight-knit, close family. I mean, the fact that her parents were married for years says a lot. But I also loved how open and honest she was in that movie. Everything from the date rape scene that she went through um, to her coke habit. Like, nothing was off limits. Like, she kept it real and showed how much she was addicted to that damn booger sugar, okay? So I thought that was very interesting. But it was also interesting to watch a woman, and especially a black woman, really, you know what I'm saying, set her own trends, pave her own way, and say, I'm going to do something different. I'm going to do something that makes me stand outside the box. I'm going to sit here and not make people comfortable, not kiss celebrities' asses. I'm going to just, you know, have basically take kitchen talk conversation that we have with our girlfriends at the house, at the salon, and bring it to radio. Up until then, that hadn't been done. Everything was really classy, demure, kissing the celebrities' ass, you know, um, making them have a particular image. And Wendy didn't care about that. She asked the questions that people wanted to know. And either you could handle that as a celebrity or you couldn't. And she made no bones about that. And I, and I respected that about her. Was it messy? Absolutely. Was it dangerous? Absolutely. But one thing I'll say is that she stood in her shit. Even when Total came up there to jump her, that was funny. You know, they came up there to jump her because she was running her mouth. You know, a lot of people were after Wendy back then because she was speaking a lot of truth. But it also showed me watching that movie how much of an impact Kevin had in her life and how much work he put in. And that was one of the things that I reiterated is that when you've been with somebody that long, it's not even so much just a regular marriage. It's a business partnership. 
And he was really there from the beginning. And that's what I was trying to reiterate to people that she can't just fling him to the woods and wipe her hands of him. They are tied together business wise. He was her manager. He helped get her her TV show. You know, he had a lot of strong arm bullying tactics. But when it was said and done, he played a big part in getting Wendy Williams to where she's at. She had the persona. She had the personality. She had the forethought. But as far as business, he made that happen. So I'll never take that from Kevin. Even though he's a damn serial cheater who has side babies on Wendy, I'm not going to take his accolades from him from the shit that he did damn do, okay? I won't do that. So I thought that was a very interesting aspect, you know, to see a lot of the things that he did to encourage her and how he had her back and, you know, things like that. So those were some of the good things. But there was a lot of tea that I wasn't expecting, okay? One, I didn't know she hooked up with... Eric B from Eric B and Rock him, honey. I was very surprised about that. I didn't know about that. So when she was talking about how, you know, he was basically banging her guts out and, you know, using her for her money, using her to rent a car. So that was really funny that she put that out there. I thought that was cool. Now, Mr. Eric B, he calls himself trying to, you know, refute what Wendy Williams is saying. So he took to social media and he basically posted a photo of himself. I'm a throwback photo. In front of what looks to be a Rolls Royce with the license plate that says Eric B. And he says, damn, I need a rental. Then he goes on to say, too hilarious. I watched it. But the truth is something different. Try that. So that is what Mr. Eric B. had to say about his sex scene with Wendy Williams. So he's definitely in his feelings, honey, and trying to show folks that he had money in a damn Rolls Royce way back then. Okay, sir. Okay, sir, just be happy you were trending and, you know, the new generation knows who you are because I, I, I totally forgot until watching this damn movie and I'm grown. So, yeah, I think, you know, that part was like really interesting to see that dynamic of it. Now, another thing that really surprised me in the Wendy Williams movie is I didn't know she had all of those miscarriages. You know, like when we were growing up, we didn't get New York radio. I didn't really get put on to Wendy until the early 2000s when I finally got a computer and got Internet. So, you know, at that point with the Internet, you could hear different radio stations um, around the country. And I remember being like on different forums, like black forums, like Black Planet and and, you know, the BT.com forums and stuff like that. And people would talk about, you know, like what radio station is popping in your neck of the woods? What radio station is popping in your city? And most of the people from the East Coast were always talking about the Wendy Williams show, um, Russ Parr. It was like a lot of these black radio shows that, honey, we didn't get in the Midwest. All we had was KDWDMB with Dave Ryan in the morning. Shout out to his ass. So that's all we had. We just had white ass KDWB. So I would go online and I would listen to a lot of these East Coast radio shows, which was just so dope then. That was like in the early days of the internet. So today's show sponsors everyplate.com, and I personally love them. I've used them several times. Um, basically, with everyplate.com, you get to choose from 12 delicious, affordable recipes. They put everything that you need in a box, ingredients, seasonings, uh, the meat, the potatoes, just whatever you order will be in that box for you to cook. Everything is freshly prepared. It saves time, and you can have 
have a home-cooked meal in less than 30 minutes. Also, one thing to remember is that even at regular price, every plate is up to 58% cheaper than other major meal kits out there. So if you are interested in trying every plate, make sure you go to everyplate.com. I have a coupon code for you guys here. So the coupon code for every plate is going to be tea time 3 once again, that's tea time with the number three. Use that coupon code and you will get three weeks off of every plate meals for only $2.99 per meal. So make sure you guys use that coupon code when visiting the website and enjoy your every plate meal. Um, so that's how I first found out about Wendy. And then when I moved to Charlotte, um, I would listen to other radio hosts like Russ Parr. And um, there's like a bunch of different people back then. So I would listen to those guys. And then I remember Wendy started dropping her books. And I remember her name from people talking about her in those Internet forums, because a lot of the things she would say on the radio, those people would come into the forums and, you know, people would talk about it, you know, like the latest gossip from Wendy Williams. So that's how I was introduced to her. I never knew her personally from radio because I didn't live in New York, but I knew her from hanging out in these forums on BET.com and on Black Planet and stuff like that. And so um, I remember when she dropped her book, it was called The Wendy Williams Experience, and it came out in 2004. Now, what's so funny and why I remember this book so much and why I kind of related to Wendy, because I was surprised she went through so much in her pregnancy. Well, her book came out in 2004. And the next year I was pregnant. I was pregnant and like I got pregnant like February, January, February ish <laughs> of 2005. So I was pregnant with my second son and um, it was a very high risk pregnancy. I was really, really sick the whole time. And so near the end of my pregnancy, I had to be put on bed rest. So just like Wendy Williams, I was on bed rest. I couldn't work. So what I did was like order a bunch of books. I didn't really have a library near me. So I used to order books online and that was one of the books that I ordered online because I remembered her name from all of these forums that I used to visit, you know, two, three years earlier. So I found it really interesting. I was watching the movie that Wendy ended up having to do her whole radio gig from home on bed rest. Meanwhile, I also had to be on bed rest. And that was one of the books that I read during, you know, my pregnancy. So it's just funny how things work, you know, how things kind of sync up later on in life but I remember reading it and when I tell you I was blown away I was blown away by all of the tea she was spilling in that book and that just made me really like her and want to know more about her and you know where can I listen and you know what is she doing now so Wendy has definitely come a long way and Wendy's been putting in work for years if you don't know but that's how I was introduced to her from forums and from first reading her book and then eventually watched her make her way to television I thought her books were good those books were mainly about the celebrity they weren't about Wendy's life because Wendy has kind of always kept to herself when it comes to like her private life, her private business. But honey, she didn't have no problem spilling everybody else's tea. And that's what that book was full of. I remember her going in on Kim Porter, uh, Misa Brim, uh, Puffy's baby mama. Oh, she spilled the tea on that whole damn triangle, honey. I remember her talking about the Dirty Backpack crew, all this shit that's happening now with Jaguar, right? <clears throat> Wendy Williams was spilling that tea way back in the early 2000s, okay? One thing I can say is that even though a lot of people really disliked that Wendy wanted to whoop her ass and everything else, a lot of the shit that she was saying back then... Honey, if flashbacks was a person, it's so funny to then see it play out years later. 
Because we'd be like, well, Wendy Ben said that. Wendy Ben talking about Mr. C. Wendy Ben said that about this and that. And then it's funny how things play out years later, you know. And I think one of my best Wendy interviews is the one that she did with Wendy Houston. And they talked about it in the movie. And I thought it was like just super funny because that was Whitney raw and uncut. And it's like you saw that hood side of Whitney. Whitney was going to, you know, defend herself. She's going to let Wendy know. I don't know who you think you are, who you think you're talking to, but. I'm going to meet you where you're at. And I love that because Wendy didn't back down and Whitney didn't back down. And when they got done with it, I think they both had a level of respect for each other. You know, just as women trying to eat and take care of their families. You know what I'm saying? And she's addressing somebody who she feels is disrespecting her constantly. And Wendy Williams is like, hey, this is how I eat and take care of my babies. I'm going to stand my ground. So I thought that was a really powerful moment. You know what I'm saying? Because Wendy was asking real questions. She was holding Whitney to task. And up until that point, Whitney doesn't like people questioning her. She didn't like people holding her to task. And Wendy did that. So respects to Wendy for that. I thought that was like really dope. Now, another situation that's coming back from the 90s that a lot of people, including myself, honey, I had no idea um, that went down with Wendy Williams is this. If you guys do not know the other day, Wendy Williams, honey, nobody, nobody at damn all. Wendy Williams decided to spill the tea about hooking up with Method Man. When I tell you this woman has been on a hobo tour just spilling all types of tea, I'm just shocked and flabbergasted. But guess what? I got my cup and I'm here for it. Y'all go ahead and listen to this and I'm going to come back with the rest of my commentary. I did. Oh. Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> and I said, um, I said, you know, you want to come over? And he said, yeah, I'll follow you. And I said, give me your hand. And I grabbed his hand and and he, he put his head down and I put my head down and people didn't even realize at the time it was Wendy and one of the biggest stars, the lead of, of the leader of the biggest group in the world mm-hmm. just left, got in her Pathfinder and went back to her penthouse in Jersey wow. City where she bathed him in her jacuzzi tub. Wow. And and smoked more um, weed. You know, that was back in the Coke days. I don't remember what he did. I'm not going to implicate him on that. Um, um, I did give I him- don't know if I'm asking too much, but, you know, was it, did you guys go all the way? Yeah. All right, so you guys just heard what Wendy Williams had to say, that basically, honey, you know, she was at the club with Method Man, and, you know, they left together to go smoke some weed, and she took him back to her penthouse in New Jersey, and they hooked up and had full-blown-on sex, honey. So Wendy put that out there. Now, what's so funny is that Method Man's wife is coming after Wendy and going off. Now, Wendy Williams, Method Man, and the wife, they have a long, sword history, honey, And I don't know if y'all know this, but they've been beefing off and on for years. So Method Man's wife is Tamika Smith. So she took to social media to go off on Wendy Williams. I'm going to go ahead and read to you guys what she wrote. So she says, a statement from Tamika Smith, wife of Method Man. For years, I have kept my silence while Wendy Williams launched constant verbal attacks against my husband, myself, and our family. In the past, I ignored her lies, innuendos, and blatant attempts to provoke us. But Wendy has proven again and again that she is incapable of any decency. Her obsession with our lives... I'm sorry, it's just funny. (laughs) She does seem a little bit obsessed. Her obsession with our lives has reached a whole new low, and I'm tired of taking the high road. 
In an obvious attempt to increase ratings for her sad biopic, her struggling TV show, and her burnt-out career, Wendy has once again targeted my husband. It's a pattern that she... (laughs) It's a pattern that she has repeated for years. When I was diagnosed with cancer years ago, Wendy shared my personal medical information with her listeners live on air during her radio broadcast. She didn't care that she was violating my rights to privacy or that I hadn't shared the news of my diagnosis with my family and friends yet. She never apologized, never expressed any regret whatsoever. Despite my anger, I chose not to respond publicly to her unhealthy fixation with my husband and our marriage. It was clear that she was sick and that she was struggling with a lot of issues, including self-hate and low self-esteem. Over the years, these issues have made her increasingly ugly, both inside and out. And no amount of plastic surgery can fix the ugliness inside of her. Instead of using her platform to uplift women, she has spent her career attacking marriages while... (laughs) (laughs) The shade, honey. I'm here for it, Tamika. She has spent her career attacking marriages while her own fell apart. She has criticized celebrities battling with addiction despite her own struggles with substance abuse. There is no limit to how low she will go in the name of making headlines. Her career is on life support. Her husband has abandoned her. And her ratings for all her projects are down. She is desperate for attention and is trying to use my husband's popularity (laughs) <laughs> let's not get besides ourselves to okay met the man he's not as popular as he was this is in 1999 okay um but let me go ahead and finish she's trying to use my husband's popularity as a way to get her name trending how sad that a woman who was once revered in the entertainment industry has reduced herself to a tabloid side note and a circus freak For the record, my marriage is solid. My husband continues to enjoy a successful career. And Wendy will forever be one of the most miserable bitches on the planet. Mm. So that came straight from Met the Man's wife. So I know a lot of y'all probably like, well, damn, what the hell? So for the youngins, if y'all do not know, what she's saying is that basically years ago, Wendy Williams did go onto the radio and blast her situation to like the entire New York City. And so I uh, met the man ended up doing an interview and in that interview met the man was hot. This interview took place like 14 years ago, honey. This is like old school tea. He was interviewing with some old MTV breakdown show and met the man basically went in on Wendy Williams and drug her. So y'all go ahead and check out this video, honey, of met the man going off. Check this out. I'm gonna come back with the rest of my commentary. I mean, you, know, you touched a little bit there, man, on the, uh, you know, going home to the kids or whatnot. I mean, I know mm-hmm. you're, I think your wife was going through a situation <laughs> just recently, man. How did that resolve itself? Everything all right now? I'd like to know how you found out. MTV. MTV, what did they say? They said that uh, you were going through something with uh, with your wife. Like, I think she was sick or something like that, right? Yeah, she was sick. Is she all right now? I'd like to thank Wendy Williams for bringing that to the masses because she didn't have to go on the radio and say that shit. I like to keep stuff like that private, but yeah, she was sick. But everything's all right now. All right. Better than what it was. Well, then that's what's up, man. Definitely better than what it was. That's what's up, man. I know a lot of us go through it, you know what I mean? I be feeling like, yo, that ain't nobody fucking business right there, though. That's I'm sorry. That's just how I feel about it and shit. That's her business. She didn't want anybody to know about it. You know what I'm saying? And I respected her wishes right there. So 
for the media to bring that and put that shit out there like that, I think that shit is mad tacky and disrespectful. Yeah, well, you know, we won't even run that, man, so don't even worry about it. No, y'all can run that. I want that to be, I want that to be ran. I'm talking about as far as the way it was done in the beginning, because she's, she's past all that now. But when okay. it was going on and all that, and people, it was done by, I'm going to give you, Wendy Williams did it. All right, her, she's the one that did it. You can attack me any way you want to. I'm in the entertainment business, but you don't attack my family, man. My wife ain't nothing to do with that, man. Had all nothing to do with that. You did not have to do that. Her family members didn't even know she was sick. We still live in our same community where we used to live at. The people that lived around us didn't know she was sick, too. You said that shit. And everybody looking at her, staring at her. You know how uncomfortable that makes somebody feel, especially somebody that's going through chemo? Stupid-ass bitch. Bad enough she didn't have her hair on her head. You think she wants people staring at her, pointing at her, talking about how sick she is? Nobody knew anything until Wendy Williams said that shit. She hasn't won a lot of fans, man. She doesn't have any fans, and the nah, people that listen to her are just as fucking dumb. Because the bitch is an idiot, man. She's a fucking idiot, man. It's like, she can say whatever she want to say about me. I never call up there for shit. She can say whatever she want to say. But you don't attack my fucking family, man. You got to be out your fucking mind, lady. For real, you got to be out your motherfucking mind, man. I ain't no regular okey-doke nigga, man. I ain't no insane Justin Timberlake-ass nigga, man. Come from Park Hill, Staten Island, Park Hill, nigga. You've been on my block. You know where. You know where I'm from. You've been on my block. These fucking little niggas around there think I don't know. Snipping blow, sucking these niggas off and shit. I know. Have you want to do it, Wendy? But me, I'm not gonna do it verbally. I'm not gonna come on your little show and try and bark on you and shit like that. Nah, man. I'm a street nigga. You see me? All right. So y'all just heard what Method Man had to say, honey. So Method Man was not here for it when that happened. But I got to keep it real. I don't think Wendy Williams is getting anything out of this. Maybe more attention for her show. But let's not act like Method Man is Drake. Okay, like I said, this is not 1999. She doesn't need to use Method Man for any type of ratings like that. Half these kids don't even know who the hell the Wu-Tang Clan is or who Method Man is. So let's, let's, let's not get besides ourselves. Now, was Wendy foul as hell for putting that woman's diagnosis out there? Absolutely. Should Wendy have apologized to her? Absolutely. Because that wasn't tea. You know, that was medical. That was something serious. But I feel like with her talking about hooking up with Method Man, now it makes sense. Because that was the thing I never understood back then is, how do you know? If nobody else knew, right? Think about it, y'all. If the family members didn't know, none of the friends knew, well, how the hell did Wendy Williams find out this information? Well, now it all makes sense. Uh, she was fucking them and they were high as hell. They were high on, you know, just weed, you know, allegedly. So I think what happened is that night when they hooked up, Method Man was pillow talking, you know, and sometimes when a spouse is sick, men or women will use as an excuse to stray. Like, you know, you're sick. I don't want to, you know, force myself on you or make you feel like you have to give me some or just whatever the fuck, you know, people play in their heads for why they cheat. You know, probably once they got done having sex and, you know, they was probably laid up and he was telling her, you know, like, this is what I'm going through. My wife is really sick. You know, probably was stressing and looked at Wendy as some type of confidant. I don't know why, because she was the biggest damn gossiper in New York. I wouldn't have told Wendy shit. I'd have busted my nut and went the fuck home. But, you know, I'm not Method Man, so who knows? But I believe now that she's spilling the tea about her hooking up with him, that makes perfect sense as to how Wendy Williams would have got that private tea. Because the tea was obviously true. But the fact that nobody else knew this besides Method Man and the wife, um, Miss Tamika, you also need to blame Method Man. 
Because the problem is your husband was kicking and pillow talking with Wendy Williams after their one night stand. That is how she found out the tea. I'm just saying. Okay, so why it's easy to, you know, blame Wendy and say, you know, she's a bitch and all this other stuff. You also need to check your man because, you know, that secret got out somehow. And now putting all these pieces together, I believe that's how that secret got out. They were pillow talking. He was pillow talking Wendy Williams and her ass the whole time was taking mental notes and then ran to her radio show being messy. Now, somebody else decided to get involved, which I just find this very comical. So if y'all don't know, 50 Cent had the audacity, honey, to post on Instagram about Wendy and Method Man hooking up. So basically, <laughs> so basically 50 Cent posted a picture. Y'all remember that infamous picture of Wendy Williams in the bikini? Well, there's another picture of her bending over. I don't know what she's picking up, but she's bent over and her ass is in the air. And 50 Cent says, the fuck kind of weed made you do that, blood? LOL. Oh, no. What the fuck is going on? (laughs) So that is what he had tweeted to Method Man. So everybody was on 50 Cent's page cracking up and laughing. And while, you know, it can be funny, I just find it really strange that 50 Cent has so much to say about Wendy Williams. I'm sorry. Weren't you smashing uh, Chelsea Handler? And she's an older white woman and you had no problem smashing her. So why are you judging Method Man? And you don't even do drugs. So that says a lot more about you than even meth. At least Method Man was high as hell when he fucked Wendy. What was your excuse for carrying on a six month relationship with Chelsea Handler? And y'all know she still be checking 50 Cent, honey. Still be dragging his ass every chance she can on social media. But 50 Cent will never disrespect Chelsea Handler. But he has a lot of energy for Wendy Williams and Vivica A. Fox. I find that very, very interesting. Anyways, child, this whole situation has been messy, but I've been here for it. I really did like the biopic. I also liked the documentary, like I said, that came on afterwards. I felt like I got a chance to learn a lot about Wendy, you know, um, her having those two miscarriages in her fifth month. So that is really sad that she had to go through a live birth knowing that her child was stillborn. So she's definitely been through a lot of stuff, you know. But one thing I would say is that she's a trooper. You know, she's definitely a smart businesswoman. Um, But again, I don't know if she's doing all of this because she's trying to bring more ratings to her main show, her main gig. Or if this is just kind of a way for her to start getting ready to exit the industry because she's been doing this for like the past 20 something years. So maybe this might be her exit strategy to go out with a bang. And if that's what it is, she's definitely doing just that. So. All I can do is give her her kudos. You know what I'm saying? If it wasn't for Wendy Williams, shit, there'd be no lovely tea. There they wouldn't be a lot of y'all. You know, um, we learned from her. We watched her. You know what I mean? Be fearless and, and have her opinion. And for the most part, have some integrity. But yeah, she definitely paved the way for a lot of people. So Wendy will always be an icon. Love her or hate her. You know, no different than Larry King. No different than Barbara Walters. No different than Oprah. Maybe her topics... Maybe her delivery is not as polished. Maybe her content is not as necessary because it's more salaciousness and gossip. But there's a lane for everything. So kudos to you, bitch. You're that queen. So anyways, you guys, I will talk to y'all later. And thank you once again for tuning in to this episode of Tea Time Unfiltered with your girl, Lovely Tea. Deuces. Thank you for listening to today's show. Make sure you join us again soon. For all the latest tea, make sure you follow me on my social media pages. Just put in L-O-V-E-L-Y-T-I on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube.